My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, art, fashion, and culture. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoy creating it. On today's episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast, allow me to introduce you to Harold Malcolm. Harold is a musician slash composer who caught my attention while I was listening to a a good friend of mine, Pool House New York's podcast. Um, But Harold, how are you doing today, man? How how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. You know, it's a sunny, beautiful day here in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, just really grateful to be here and talking to you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Um, Like I said, I, I learned about Harold through another podcast, another great podcast that I really enjoyed and what Harold Harold's involvement in that podcast was he you know made the sound made the the music for that podcast and I was like you know this made me feel something and so I really wanted to reach out to him and just get his perspective on being a composer being a musician and just learn about him because I thought it was a you know unique sound so my you know my first question and my favorite question to start out with is Harold you know what is your background where are you from and what was it like for you growing up as a kid Awesome. Yeah. So um, I'm born and raised here in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, I was raised by a musician and uh, kind of jack of all trades father. <laughs> he did a, lo- a little bit of everything. Awesome. And my mom was uh, in education. She was a, what they call a speech pathologist. Oh, so I, I grew up in a family that was super supportive. You know, it didn't matter what I kind of was going after what I was interested in, they would help me out and they would just support it, even if they didn't understand it. And that's something I'm very grateful for. Me and my sister both had that kind of upbringing. And basically when I was a smaller kid, lots of sports, I would play hockey, uh, you know, being Canadian, that's like the most cliche thing ever. <laughs> and then, uh, and I also played a sport called lacrosse, which yeah. I think they have lacrosse. They have lacrosse in America? Yeah, lacrosse is, is a fairly popular sport, especially where I'm from. I'm from Colorado, so people play oh, a lot yeah. of lacrosse. Right on, right. Yeah, because we do um, – I played box lacrosse, so not field lacrosse. But oh, yeah, interesting. It's like funny, fun fact, lacrosse is Canada's national sport. No way. No way. Yeah, you wouldn't way. think you would assume hockey, but it's actually lacrosse, funny enough. So I played that growing up, and that's what I did, you know, when I was really young. I started playing hockey when I was five, and I was actually a goalie. And uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that that's kind of like a bit of an odd position to take. You know, you're not one of the players on the team. And that, I think, funny enough, randomly, I feel now being more of a composer and solo musician in a weird way where yeah. I'm kind of like off on my own Island a little bit. Sometimes it feels like, yeah. so, but, but yeah. And then I got into playing music when I was um, 12, when I was 12, I uh, found my dad's old guitar in the basement. And uh, you know, as I said, my parents are very supportive and I just made so much noise on that acoustic guitar. And I just learned how to play it on the internet by myself. Wow. I just, at the time, this is showing my age. I we had a AOL, and I saw an ad on AOL that said, "Teach yourself how to play guitar." And I was like, "I could do that. I have a guitar." So I learned it just by looking at tabs on AOL, which is ridiculous. That's uh, crazy. I think right now, with people with YouTube and stuff, it's great. That's crazy. And I mean, and when you started playing when you were twelve. 
that kind of just progress as you grew up and you went to high school and higher education or things like that? Or kind of tell us about that digression as well. Yeah. So at the same time as I was learning it on AOL, I was also, I basically started playing in a band the first week Mm, I played guitar. So it was my best friends was one is a drummer. Well, he's still my best friend. Uh, He's a drummer. (laughs) That's awesome. And we had another guy that was playing bass. So I was the perfect fit on guitar. So I didn't do the traditional route of kind of learning music, you know, with lessons or that kind of stuff. And I, I just, you know, I just jumped in there and played and we were awful. (laughs) terrible like just insanely bad and it was great and and i just loved it so much and i i thought about it as you know i would be hanging out with my best friends anyways after school there was just instruments around so that's why we kept playing and um then as that progressed i kept playing in bands and uh all through high school i played in a punk band with that same drummer and uh the other couple guys and the, actually, two of the three guys in that band, I'm still close with all of them, but I'm really I'm best friends with two of them. Right. And uh, one is still involved with music, and then the other one does uh, data science stuff. Oh, so, interesting. But yeah, we're just still super close. And yeah, I just played in bands, you know, made lots of mistakes. You know, we pressed up our own records. We were a punk band. Awesome. And um, so, yeah, just, you know, we would make our own CDs. We would burn them on our computers at home, make the homemade labels and sell them at school for five bucks. That's so and, awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was just, and we put on our own shows. It was just really fun, man. And I, I loved it. And that just progressed. And um, when I finished high school, you know, I think like a lot of people, they didn't really know what they wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, my parents again being very supportive and i said my mom works in education and so they were always supportive of everything and they said well why don't you study music and so i ended up uh studying music from when i graduated school so i went to study music and uh yeah i got my bachelor's in jazz guitar which Ooh. is kind of hilarious going from playing in punk bands to uh, jazz, jazz guitar. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, w- you wouldn't know it if you heard me play jazz guitar, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, that is my background. And then I also, um, I was telling you before as well, I'm also a teacher. So yep. I also have my uh, degree in teaching as well. Awesome. So, so I have, I have yeah. a kind of a twofold question that one's more personal and then one kind of touches on the music. But I guess they both kind of touch on the music. The first one is culturally, you know, I, I'm someone who really is interested in Canadians and, and being from the States and just Canadian culture. And there's all these different nuances to culture. Do you think that, you know, growing up being in Vancouver affected, you know, the music that you made? Does, does it have an impression or is there like a, a sound that's associated with, you know, the region of the world that you live in or is there anything, can you give me something on that? Or is there not really anything that you can think of? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think Vancouver is, is interesting. It's like kind of like, kind of similar to a New York or an LA where people kind of are transplants into Vancouver, you know? So it's, yeah. it has a very kind of eclectic sound in that way. I think there's, it's hard to kind of put your stamp on what a Vancouver sound is, I would say, but I feel as though within the pockets you know, like I said, growing up, I played in punk bands. And so there was always kind of like this 
crew of punk bands would play you. And there was definitely like a Vancouver punk band sound at that time or emo when it was kind of coming out and screamo and that kind of stuff. Right. And then as I, the band I played with in college where I toured around with and stuff like that, that was kind of a folk rock band. And so we had kind of this crew of, you know, it's, I would say that stuff was more similar to what you might kind of look at fleet foxes and stuff like that. Cause they're from just below the border in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. Right. So that kind of migrated up here, kind of Portland, Seattle folk rock sound. There was kind of that thing going on here as well. So it just depends on, I would say genre wise, you know, and just people of course doing electronic music and experimental music, all those kinds of things. But they kind of all have their little separate pods, if that makes sense. Definitely, definitely. And the second question is, um, you know, what have you been creating recently? Like, what what song or or what composition are you most proud of right now? Yeah, well, like I said, um, you know, we had, um, or I'm sorry, no, I forget if you mentioned this on the show or not when we were talking before, but I um, have recently been collaborating with other artists on um, doing music for podcasts or doing music for advertisements or video projects, film projects, YouTube videos and things like that. Right. And I'm really, really into that. I love creating scores and film music and things like that because I just love the collaboration. And when you get to, it's, it's very interesting because music, sometimes people think music is mysterious in that way or how it kind of comes together. And then when you kind of do music and it's your background and something you love, like I'm still always mystified by music, but I also kind of know a bit more than nuts and bolts. So if I can kind of match the emotional quality that somebody is trying to get across in their campaign or their, or their line or anything like that, I'm so happy to support that and try to create, music that captures what they're trying to express definitely definitely and i think it's going to be this is a really cool moment in the podcast right now because i'm talking about in our podcast because i think it'll be really cool to insert a a section of something that you've worked on something that you're you know you're proud of and i'll be sure to you know after the podcast is done or not you know it's kind of weird in terms of the context of timing but the people listening to this podcast the next clip will be you know a part of harold's sound so you guys can get a reference to what you know he sounds like and some of the collaborations he's done and those kind of things hey everyone so i'm back at it with another podcast and in this episode i wanted to talk about inspiration so i was recently interviewed and i was asked where do i hey, what's up everyone just to make sure you all understood what just happened is that that clip that you just heard was the music of an inserted podcast from a good friend of mine, Pool House New York's podcast, in which Harold did the music for. All right, let's get back on with this podcast. So how would you describe your music right now, Harold? The music that you make right now? Yeah, the music I make right now is very steeped in what they would kind of call um, modern classical or kind of ambient you know, kind of lo-fi. That's the stuff I've been really interested in. I'm trying to find, I've been exploring for a long time and kind of trying to find this mixture of organic sounds or real instrumentation and then also synthetic sounds. So what I mean by that is like having string instruments and pianos and stuff like that and try to find this line where we walk that and 
integrate it with synthetic sounds, so synthesizers or drum machines, and trying to find this hybrid yeah. style of kind of in- instrumental music. And that really is just something that I just, you know, would have never seen coming. I just, but it very, feels very natural. And I think that's something that I tried to do is, and that's why I'm very proud of that most recent um, collaboration with Andrew, because it was something that I just felt through listening to his words and it was very much so I feel aligned with the music I just kind of write naturally. And so that's something I've been always trying to do instead of trying to put on these different hats and all these different roles is just what comes out when I'm writing stuff. And I love that line of acoustic and synthetic instruments. I just think that's such a a rich valley, rich valley of music. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, with the limited music knowledge that I have, I, I can understand what you're saying, the synthetic sounds and the acoustics. But like as a consumer, when I listen to, you know, your sound, it it immediately puts me in, you know, almost like a different world, right? Especially when I listen to Andrew's podcast, but also listening to some of the singles that you've put out as well. Um, just, you know, how... Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Um, just, but just how... Um, What's the word I want to use? Like in, in intoxicating, I guess you could say, uh, the the sound is. I I think that it's really interesting how you pull it all together, and what you're working on now is I think is really really cool. Um, oh well, thanks, man. You know, it's like, and, and that's the one thing I love about music. I love talking to people. Like you know, it doesn't matter what your musical background is like. Like what you said, when music hits you in a certain way, it's just, it's like magic. It's kind of weird, you know, like, and like you, like, who are some of your favorite artists? Um, I have a ton, a ton of artists. Right now I've been listening to a lot of um, American R&B artists yeah. from, you know, Snow Allegra to Janae Aiko and just different kind of a lot of, um, a lot of female voices actually recently. Nice. Um, nice. I've really been enjoying those kind of sounds, R&B and just more jazzy kind of tones. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I recently got into Solange more. Yep, Solange is great. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Great. And FKA Twigs and all these things. Like, it's incredible. Like, like, where do you place those people? But their music has such an impact. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, like if you like, how would you define FKA Twigs' sound? I don't know. I, I have <laughs> absolutely no words to describe it, but it fills me with so much joy when I listen to her stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I mean, kind of touching on some of the singles that you're working on, I noticed that, you know, every month it seems like you have something that comes out on Spotify that's kind of, you know, separate from collaborations. Is that is that not true? Or is yeah, it- definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Thanks for bringing that up. That's um, that's been my project, actually, for 2020. Is that I wanted to release um, an EP of material every month. And so when I set out this year, you know, of course, it's been a very interesting year in the world. And I'm very grateful for my health and for the health of you and for everyone around the world. But I didn't think how grateful I would be to have kind of a monthly project to keep my mind occupied (laughs) before this year set out. (laughs) So, But basically, yeah, I'm doing an an EP each month with right now it's kind of ranged anywhere from about two to five songs and it's just been something to occupy my mind and musically kind of express how I'm feeling. And it's been really beneficial and I've been really enjoying that process. And I think next year I might do a thing where I kind of create an album out of what 
came out this year. And I didn't think that when I started it, which is interesting. Wow. I feel like when I started that process, I was just like, oh, I'm going to do an EP every month and see how it goes. But as the year has been complex and I've grown a lot and there's been a lot of changes this year around the world and just yeah. you know, how we're processing and looking at things, yeah. I feel like it might be an interesting reflection piece next year to kind of put out one of those pieces from each month and make kind of an album. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And so are you working on September's songs at all? Or I know it's the it's the first day of the, of the month. I know it's a little bit early uh, from the recording of this podcast, but um, do you have any kind of ideas or anything that you, you're thinking about? Or? Uh, definitely, yeah. You know, actually, I was just going to sit down Tomorrow, actually, (laughs) I'm a fairly regimented person. Tomorrow, I'm starting off my sketches for the September stuff. So I've got a lot of ideas always kind of percolating. And I'm I'm an obsessive voice memo taker on my phone. I just take them like crazy. So yeah, me too. um, Yeah, I'll be working on some of these ideas and kind of getting that started. And yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot of been a lot of fun. We'll see what comes out. It's definitely. I'm kind of letting the sound kind of come out as it does. And hopefully that comes across when people listen as it evolves. Sweet. I hope it works out. Um, Harold, you've been a, a pleasure to, to have on the podcast. Um, I, I want to ask, where can people find out more about you and learn more about your sound or learn more about you? Definitely. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for having me on. It's I'm really grateful for your time and for reaching out. It's been really great to meet you. So um, the My best God. way to... Reach out is on Instagram, Harold Malcolm, and you can find my music on Spotify, on Apple Music, all that good stuff, all there. And then a quick shout out to Andrew's podcast, where we've been fortunate enough to collaborate a little bit. And I don't know if he's going to work with other artists and do things like that along the way, which is great. And so that's an awesome thing to go support as well. And yeah, you know, that would be the best, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, or just come say hi on Instagram. I'm always working on fun little projects on Instagram with uh, sound. And so keep your eyes peeled for a fun little project in October for Instagram only. Sweet, sweet. And and uh, I'll be sure to leave all of those links down below. I think Andrew, we're talking about Pool House New York's podcast. It's called Pool Talks, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it, or maybe not. Maybe that's something else. Um, I can't. Well, that's that's I think the the feed for it. The but feed I for it, believe yeah. it is called figuring it out. Figuring it out is what's called with yeah with Andrew yeah okay figuring yeah, it out figuring it out with Andrew through yep. but you're totally right through Pool House New York exactly. Yep. Sweet sweet. Well, thank you again, Harold, for for coming on. We'll be sure to connect with you later, man. It was a pleasure, like I said. Yeah, man. You too. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gained some value from it. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.